could you introduce yourself to the viewers right now? What's up, viewers? You already know how we come in. It's Mr. Trenches in the cut, 33. You know, we coming straight out of Jada Finch. You know how we come in, man. Okay. So I, when I saw you, I was at um, the Grand Slammers photo shoot. We come in. It's the man of the hour, 33. You know how we come in with the brand, with the power. Grand Slammers. Yeah. Could you tell us how you were a part of that? Uh, so basically, I know, like, um grand slammers through back in the days like chris blackwood and stuff like when yeah. i was coming up he was like one of the like one of the leaders in the community he was also a basketball player you know so like on team recognized real it's like a little program that we had like jayna finch based more like driftwood based so like he was one of the, actually the players on the team you know so like when i was younger me and my bro we used to go to the tournaments and stuff and just watch them play you know get a little insight on the game and stuff you know so that's how i knew chris from all the way back then you know so, like, through the years out and stuff now, I seen that he made his clothing brand, you know? So, I always want to be involved. I have a couple of gear from back in the days, but, like, same day, same day I'll do my hair was the same day they were doing their their uh, little photo shoot. So, like, you know, I just had to get involved a little bit. And, you know, it just happened, like, you know, it was God's plan for it to be that day, you know? Yeah. Involved, you know what I mean? So, that's how that happened. That's how that came about. So, you say you're from the Jane and Finch area. Yeah. So... When you're creating music, how does that environment influence what your raps are about? So basically, like, it's like, I'll say like 67% of my rap, because you know what I mean? I'm just telling the story of a kid that came up in that area, you know? Yeah. Growing up in that area, especially my life, I've seen a lot of things, you know? Mm. And like, I didn't even let that steer me into the person that I am or that I was supposed to be, you know? I yeah. stay clear of that life, but like, you see a lot of things, you go through a lot of things. So most of my raps is from being a kid from that area, just trying to tell my story, you know, or like trying to tell my, tell my story to someone that's in the same situations that I was in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just trying to get my story out there and let my voice be heard. You know, that's how that so influences me. In the history of Toronto hip hop, there's been a lot of Jenna Finch rappers yeah. that, that's made their mark. How do you plan on making your mark in the city? The way I plan on making my mark is um trying to bring trying to bring a different style. Like my style, I don't think like anyone has my style, you know what I mean? Cause like yeah. I have a little bit of flair that like I don't see a lot of people coming with it. The energy I come with, I don't see a lot of people coming with, you know what I mean? Telling the story of the youth and also like just being different, you know? <laughs> no one's 33 out here, you know what I mean? So that's how I feel like and Jane and Finch, like we're powerful, you know what I mean? So we have a lot of power in the industry and especially in Toronto industry. Yeah. So, I feel like that just gives me an extra kick, you know what I mean? To give me a little head start and, you know, just do my thing on here. Okay. Yeah, you're right about the Jane and Finch background. What's your thoughts on social media and how it affects artists and getting their music out? So basically, like, one of the things I was just talking to my brother about, you know, he's on the same label as me, Mustang City Music. It's like, you can get your music out through so many different ways. For example, like, if you use an app like TikTok, like you can make one TikTok and it can go viral out of nowhere, you know, yeah. and that could just bring viewership streams to you. You know what I mean? So social media, I feel like it's a great tool, but you have to be able to use it wisely to get your influence out there. You know what I mean? You can't just be doing random posts. You have to like build up anticipations for certain songs. You know what I mean, that's yeah. the advantage I feel like that we have nowadays that they didn't have back in the days. You know, I could make I could just send my thing to someone that's all the way in the Ukraine or UK or something. You know what I mean? And they could bump it with their little friends and then you could build a little fan base like that. You know what I mean? So that that's one thing I feel like social media is like 
it's really powerful and like it's a big influence on the music industry nowadays yeah and also like just throwing shit out there you could get streams from anywhere in the world you know what i mean so i feel like it's a big it, social media is a big influence in the, in the rap game nowadays so it's really powerful too so you got to use it to the best of your ability and just influence off of it you know what i mean build power off of it and yeah use it to your advantage so do you think sometimes social media is being used in a way by some artists that they know how to market themselves but it's not really the music that people are attracted to them for do you think that causes um more difficulty at times for artists to focus on their music because sometimes the person that doesn't focus on the music more more like on personality sometimes they go more viral than the person that had the actual music i feel like it's it's a little bit of both like sometimes more a lot of, i'm going to say this a lot of times the fans may like your music and not love it and yeah. the ones that love your music might not like you as a person so you have to be a little bit of both you have to kind of be a little bit of an entertainer and a musician at the same time that's why a lot of people that are doing um a lot of the social media antics that's why they get a lot of streams because the fans are tuning in listening to their music and then they're going on live tuning in tapping in with their fans you know what i mean so just building yeah. that persona building that character of who you are as an artist i feel like that goes hand in hand because you got to interact with your fans in different ways it's not just releasing music you could have like the best bars best flows best melody best beat and you're getting no views because no one knows who you are no one could connect with you you know what i mean so i feel like you have to kind of leverage it in a way too you know what i mean to just yeah, you got to interact with your fans too as well. Like as, as if you have that fan base, you got to interact with them. So that's how you keep getting your streams up. You know what I mean? So I feel like you have to use social media in that way. Yeah. A little bit of antics here and there that will maybe a little beef. You know what I mean? But you have to get your fans engaged outside of the music so that they tune into your music. If you know what I mean? You know what I see? Yeah, I think you're absolutely correct. Yeah. Because some of the biggest artists of all time, they did both. Yeah. Like, they made people know their personality. Yeah. But they created a character where the people associate them with th that character and then yeah. they go and listen to the music after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think and try to find out who that character is. You know what I mean? Yeah. So and yeah, it goes hand that, in hand when you have both. When you're doing both, it goes hand in hand. Okay. Yeah. So what is your your creative process while you're in the studio? uh to be honest depends on the day like if i had a if i had a beat for like say a week or two and i've been writing like a little bit of it like i might i might write like the first two bars of the hook first two bars of the um verse you know little bars here and there and then it's just like matching it up you know what i mean so yeah. i just make a whole song like that or sometimes it'll just be straight off the dome like i got a beat like two days ago and i'm like yo this is one's hard i don't even write nothing to it i'll just go straight to the studio tell my engineer put it on and like Let's take some risks with this one. Let's do what I'm feeling. If fuck. maybe a girl just said something one, two to me that day and I'm trying to go harder. Maybe someone will just bad mouth me that week. And that's what the energy I'm feeling that day. You know what I mean? So most of the time I just do it off the top. A lot. Sometimes I write it down. I used to write down when I first started rapping, but now I'm kind of mixing it up because I like to get my emotion in the song. So I feel like when I freestyle more, I get more of my emotion and more of my passion in the music that I'm making. You know what I mean? But I do mix it up. Like I'll start, I'll start like a song. At the beginning of it and then i'll do the rest freestyle and then the beginning of the verse do the rest freestyle it's like what i'm feeling you know and then trying to relate to the what i already have there you know yeah Just trying to structure out the song you know what i mean so that's how i go about it my creative process like i got i, I make a, i start a lot of songs like 
I have full songs done, but like I don't feel like that no more. You know what I mean? So I just scrap those, right. and I'll pretty, I'll probably take like a a one two bars from that and put it towards the next song. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's how that's how I go about it creatively. You know what I mean? I'm always writing though, like even if it's just like four lines a day, yeah, a couple lines a day. Like you know, I'm always trying to get something down, and I may use that in a song. Who knows? For two years from now, or maybe tomorrow, if I go to the studio, you know what I mean? It just depends on how I'm feeling. But that's my creative process. So, what do you prefer, performing live or being in the studio creating your craft? Uh, to be honest, it depends. Performing live, if like if it's a crowd that really knows who I am, like you know what I mean. Like if it's yeah. my people that heard my music. Because a lot of my best stuff is not even out yet. A lot of our stuff, we're waiting for a drop a mixtape. We got a mixtape coming soon. Um, I also got an EP coming soon. Be on the numbers. Got to look out for that in summer. But, like, if a lot of people know the music, then live performing, it's that energy. You know what I mean? Yeah. But also being in the studio with, like, a couple people, like, that's pushing you to do better. Like, yo, bro, that line wasn't hard enough. You didn't put enough energy into that. You know what I mean? That creative process, like, just being around people in the studio. I feel like that vibe is, is crazy. You know what I mean? Like when you have an engineer that knows your sound, when you have people around you that are pushing you to do better, like, bro, come on, put more energy in that one. Come on. You can say this one harder. You can come up with a better bar, brother. You know what I mean? So yeah. I like that environment, but I also love live performance. But if I had to choose one, I'll choose live performance still because just the energy of everybody around. Yeah. It's different still. It's like nothing I ever felt before still. Okay. So, Coming from Jane and Finch, I don't know if you know some of the past artists like Dream Warriors. They yeah, crossed over, yeah, they crossed over into the UK back in yeah. the 80s, early yeah. 90s. And recently I've seen Pressers in Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, I know Pressa. Personally, you know Pressa, yeah. Personally, like me and Pressa, like back in the days, that was my homie, homie. Like he's, we go into, the, he's coming to my crib on Sundays every day of the week you know what i mean sundays we used to have yeah. like i was telling you recognize the real program so we coming in sundays he's coming to my crib at like 12 o'clock we got recognized real at like four o'clock so he's at my crib for like four hours before we go you know a lot yeah. of other people too you know even houdini too like houdini was at my crib before i used to get home from school you know what i mean yeah he'll be on my computer doing shit before me and my bro got home from school you know we're coming home he's there my uncle's not letting him play the xbox you know what i mean so it's yeah. like little shit like that you know uh, fucking yeah, but continue with what you're saying. No, I was just saying, uh, now that you see that he crossed over, do you feel that it's he opened a, a gate for the other artists in the city to? Yeah, I felt like I felt like him doing what he's been doing in the US for like a couple of years now, it's really opened doors for like Toronto artists. So, like, I seen like DJ Academics tapping in over here, yeah. trying to do stuff for Toronto. I see like keep six doing stuff trying to open up doors six balls doing stuff trying to open up doors so i feel like none of that stuff would have been possible if like Presso wasn't going as hard as he was if houdini wasn't yeah. going as hard as he was in the u.s for his time like guys like bully going over to the u.s for their time doing their thing making a mark for toronto music in this day and age like these past five years you know what i mean because the toronto sound seven eight years ago was not the toronto sound that we have right now you know what i mean yeah. so i feel like them pushing their impact right now is opening a lot of doors for toronto artists people are getting opportunities going there for two weeks coming back with new energy you know what i mean going there yeah. getting the information from la their surrounding areas maybe if they go to atlanta for like a two weeks coming back and having newfound energy and then you know adding that to their sound you know what i mean 
I see a lot of people doing this. So I feel like it wasn't only Presso and then people who opened doors, but he's one of the main guys that's really pushing the boundary right now for Toronto artists. Yeah. Like even, with, even with Nav and The weekend, what they've been doing for Toronto and just Canadian artists in general, you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like, yeah, it's a big push, though. Yeah, because I've got to give props to Drake, too, because I don't know if you've seen the the footage that we had put up with Pressa and Robin Banks. Yeah. Yeah, right after, it was shortly after that where we we, we heard rumblings that there was going to be something big going down. Mm. But when we saw Pressa open up for Drake, we Yeah, really yeah, the Boy Meets World Tour. The, the Boy World, World Tour, Tour, yeah. Because we, we were sending artists out in the UK. There was a mm-hmm. girl, Tara Lloyd, we had sent out there. And then we had a UK... We had a UK arm, and then the UK artists were gravitating towards the Toronto sound because yeah. they have the same kind of background with the Caribbean. Yeah, yeah, the Caribbean export, influence. Yeah, the Caribbean yeah, yeah. influence. Yeah, yeah. So seeing that that happened, I think the other people in Toronto was realizing that, okay, maybe it might be more than just Drake that's going to bust through. Drake yeah, and yeah, Tory yeah. Lanez, because yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they were coming up the same time, Drake and Tory Lanez. Mm. So when, if there's a new viewer watching right now or a listener, what do you want to tell them about Jenna Finch that they might not know? Um, honestly, it's not everything you hear about. Like, it's not just shootings, robberies, people dying, all this stuff. Like, it's really, it's really a tight-knit community, and I think that's why it is the way it is, because where you grow up, you feel like everybody's family around you, you know what I mean? Yeah. So if you grow up in a certain area, you feel like everyone's family, and if something happens to someone in your family, you're going to want to do something about it. That's why I feel like it is the way it is right now, you know? Yeah. That's one thing about Jaina Finch that, like, a lot of people won't realize until, like, they're in the situation. Like, it's a, it's a really family tight oriented community, you know? Everybody really knows everybody around there, you know what I mean? So I feel like that's why it is the way it is, because... It's just a family thing, you know. Do you feel at times that there is sometimes a bias against Jenna Finch because some people feel that the artists have a lot of promotion already that they don't look at the other artists because they were saying Jenna Finch is already getting a lot of shine? I feel like I feel like people think there is a bias, but even if there is a bias, it's because of all the groundwork that was put in before, like a lot of artists. Jaina Finch been having rappers since Toronto rap started. You know what I mean? Yeah. Since I came up, I've been listening to Jaina Finch music and I still listen to Jaina Finch music to this day. You know what I mean? Shout out Jane Print. You know, you know, Jane shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Shout out Jane's clothing too. But like, I feel like they say that we have an advantage because there's been people putting in the groundwork 20, 30 years ago rapping. You know what I mean? So I feel yeah. like that's why we even have the advantage in the city. You know what I mean? And we're one of the most famous blocks in the city, if not the most famous place in the city. You know what I mean? So I feel like that's that's why we have the advantage and why people are jealous about it. You know what I mean? It's harder to come up being from, I'm not going to say anywhere, but you know what I mean? Being, yeah. I just like I was saying, be, being from Jenna Finch does give you that little extra boost. So yeah, that's what I feel. So you brought up Houdini a little bit ago. Could you tell us how you felt what, what actually happened to him and the impact uh, he had on the community? T- to be honest, it's, it was crazy because, like, 
even a week before he passed. Yeah. Uh, we are like, I played football too, right? I played football and basketball. So me and my brother and like one of my homies who like the three of us were really close with him. You know what I mean? He, he called, he called um my homegirl on snap TK, shout out TK Limpy. Uh, yeah. He called her on Snapchat. He's like, yo, what are you guys dealing with today? We're like, yo, we're at the field playing football right now, busting it up. You know what I mean? He's like, yo, you guys come to my video shoot later, whatever, whatever. So be the case. He didn't end up doing the video that day, but like we were supposed to link him that day. So fast forward a little bit now. It's like, this is three days before he passed away now, you know? We're yeah. around the area. Like we're with him. He's even shooting the next video that day. That video never came out yet though, but he's shooting a video that day. I'm like, I was talking to him. I'm like, yo, bro, see, I need a video, man. He's like, yo, holla at him, you know? Whatever, whatever. Then, like, he leaves, like, you know, he leaves with us because he knows, like, we're more blessed, you know what I mean? So he leaves with us. Then the next day, he comes back to the hood. We're in the hood again, whatever. Something happened. Then there's actually, there was actually a shooting in the hood the day before he passed. That's why he ended up going where he was. And then, like, you know, that's it. The next morning after that, unfortunately, he passed, you know, but that same day, I was even in the hood again, you know what I mean? I didn't never really in the hood like that, but, like. First of all, I got the call that like it was like my little my little homie who got shot, you know, because he was with him, you know. I heard it was him who passed away, so I was sad at first, you know. I'm not saying it pick and choose who was supposed to die, but like you know what I mean. Yeah, I then know. I heard it was Houdini who died, like you know. And then my little homie got shot too, so like the whole day was like really like like it was like a blur to me, you know what I mean? Like a lot of a lot of emotions, like I felt a lot of emotions that day, you know, emotion that I never felt in a long time because literally I was just with him like forty eight hours ago, you know what I mean? To find out that he's dead now, you know what I mean? So it really did impact us still. Like to this day, like I just have a chain over there that would like with an H on it, you know. I wear it like almost every day, like everywhere I go, you know. Yeah. Have memorabilia from him, like you know what I mean? Like I, I rock his shit every day, like you know, and like he was one of the first ones that gave like my brother opportunity. Like my brother performed at his his show in Toronto in Brampton, you know what I mean? He yeah. made my brother open up for him, you know what I mean. We're in the back, like rubbing hands with everybody, you know what I mean? Like rubbing shoulders with everyone. I have videos and stuff from that day, like you know. Yeah. So and like I feel like his time was just about to come too. Like he already had his impact in the music industry in Toronto. He already had his status. It was just a matter of time, like you know what I mean? Like yeah, three more I months of him being yeah, when I saw yeah. the freaking blogs picking it up. And then mm-hmm. doing good write-ups about his music and everything, I was like, "Yeah, man, he, he was probably next to blow still for the city." Yeah, and like, it's crazy because even after that, like, we were at like his his. I don't know if you've seen this on the the news and stuff too. Like, we we're at his candlelight and like you know, they came and shot up his candlelight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Forty shots went off and shit. So like you know, it's crazy. Like, but his impact was very like. He was next in the city, like. After Presto, like, he was next to be, like, yeah. next up. So, like, him, losing him at the time we lost him, like, it's crazy. But, like, long live Houdini, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. That was, like, one of my close peoples growing up, you know what I mean? And to see him make it where he was and to see the potential he would have had, like, it's crazy. But, like, life is life, you know? We got to move, not move on, but we got to pursue. Like, we got to. Yeah. This is why I started rapping. Like, after I that, I started it. taking rap a little bit serious, more serious, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just to. Because he influenced me to take rap more serious. So, like, this is why I do what I do today. You know what I mean? Okay. So, what what's, what music videos do you have out there right now that people could check out? Uh, so, my first ever video I dropped was Friday the 13th. So, you could type in 33, Friday the 13th. Um, I have Ooh Freestyle. So, you could type in 33, Ooh Freestyle. Um, I have Hardaway, another single, 33, Hardaway. 
Then I have Brother featuring me and Trey, another artist on our label, Mustang City Music. Um, yeah, those are four videos I have out. And then audios, I have like I have like eight or nine audios also combined. I have those out. And then, like I said, I'm dropping the EP just now. Okay. So you can check all of that out. You can find me on Spotify at 33, Apple Music at 33, SoundCloud at 33. You know what I mean? Or you could just go on, on YouTube, type in 33, or type in Mustang City Music. You can see all of, all of our shit on there on our page. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's where you can find all our stuff. You know what I mean? So you say you have an independent label. How many artists are on the label? So right now it's only it's only three of us. It's only me, my brother, and my guy Trey, you know? Shout oh. out Trey. So the Mustang City music, you know what I mean? It's like yeah. it's a brotherhood, you know what I mean? We used to we went to a school they used to call Mustangs, you know. Our logo was the Mustang. So we just integrated that. That's where we all met each other, you know. So we integrated that into our label because like our school, it was like a brotherhood too, you know what I mean? So we're trying to keep that vibe and energy yeah. and push this thing, you know what I mean? So yeah, that's why it's called Mustang City Music. Oh, okay. Yeah. So is there anything else you want the people to know? I want the people to know that I'm coming this year, like, you know what I mean? This year and the next, like, I'm coming. We're get ready for a storm, like, we're not playing around no more. Get ready. Like Mustang City Music's gonna yeah. be in your ear no matter what. And like there's one song that they, they've been waiting for for two years. And I'm I'm telling you guys, it's coming this year. Like trenches coming this year. So free the trenches. You already know how we come and shout out everyone on the track. Free PT, shout out HD, shout out M2. Like, you know, shout out DQ, everyone on that track. Like trenches is coming this year. Like, you know what I mean? I'm from the trenches, the trenches, I'm from the trenches. You know what I mean? That one's a crazy one. They've been waiting on that one for over two years. You know what I mean? But yeah, I had a lot of technical difficulties. The video man was holding my video for too long. And then one of my guys on the song went to jail. So like we couldn't shoot the video. Like, you know what I mean? A lot of technical stuff happened with that song. A lot of stuff out of my control. But like, you know what I mean? It's coming this year, though. Everything has its time, though, you know? Everything has its time. So it's yeah. coming. Hey, I get messages to this day saying, yo, where's Trenches? Come on. It's been this long. Da, 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 you know what I mean? People are harassing me every day for that song. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that song would have had the city crazy, but we're getting it out there. We're going to try to get it out there this year for sure, for sure, for sure. So what other what other plans you have for, for the year coming? Uh, musically, like... Uh, I'm trying to keep it consistent, even if it's just an audio every month, you know what I mean? Okay. And I'm trying to, I just shot a video the other day, you know what I mean? So I'm I'm ready, like, um, the EP is supposed to be in um, in the in the summer. The EP is coming in the summer, my EP, so yeah. EP, beyond the numbers, you know what I mean? I mean, it's about to be crazy, six tracks on there. And then we got the Mustang City uh, mixtape coming out. So that's going to have, like, 12 to 15 songs on it. Trenches is going to be on it. Mustang City Trenches, you know what I mean? And 15, 16 bangers with the, with the mandem who are on the label and a couple other of our brethren, you know what I mean? We got yeah, that yeah. coming soon. We got DQ coming with music, coming with videos soon. You know what I mean? Yeah. Trey, Trey just dropped a video like two weeks ago. So Trey's out here working. We're all here working. So just, just look out for Mustang City Music. Look out for all of us. Look out for me. We're coming and we're not stopping this year. This year about to be crazy. One of my homies just passed away, so we got to go crazy for him, too. You know, R.P. Yeah, Dre, yeah. Dre Way, you know, we're doing everything for him this year, 2022, yeah. you know. So, yeah. All right. So where could people find you? They can find me everywhere. Just type me in 33 on any platform. YouTube, type me in on Spotify. You could type me in on Apple Music, SoundCloud. 
you're going to see something from me. Just type in 33. So it's the word 30, T-H-I-R-T-Y, the word 30, and then the number three. So 33, type me in on anywhere. You can find my music on all platforms. Just look me up. All right. I mean, yeah.